The views and opinions we express in this podcast are our own and do not represent the official position of the Youth in Government Program or the YMCA. You're listening to YAG and Recreation, a podcast on which we discuss YAG and recreation. Every week we pick a topic and reflect on various aspects of YAG using that topic as a guide. We hope that you, our listeners, enjoy plunging into the depths of YAG with us. And if you're a current advisor or delegate, that you might get some discussion ideas to take back to your own delegation. This week is kind of a special week because... When this podcast goes live, it will be the first day of session of the 74th session of the Youth Legislature. Joining me, as he likes to do, is my brother James to talk about session. Yeah, to celebrate the 74th session in in advance of it happening, in anticipation. I know. I'm already very excited. Yes. I would like to call this podcast to order and start with uh, an invocation. We are heading into a week um, filled with fun and education and new friendships and stretching boundaries. I think I'd like this invocation to be an encouragement to anyone who's listening to this who is at session, whether you're an advisor or a delegate. Um, And I'd just love for everyone to, when they have time, to take a moment to just appreciate all of the effort that has gone into building um, your experience this week. Um, Not just advisors and staff preparing you, but also the the delegates showing up. Um, And everyone has taken time out of their lives to join together and do this um, in a really challenging year. Um, Dietrich Bonhoeffer said, time is the most precious gift in our possession for it's the most irrevocable. I think it's just really important to consider how precious it is that people are giving us their time and showing up. Um, And so for all of us to come and be present and be willing to experience it together and to think about ways that we can impact people um, for the positive um, and to give us something hopeful and joyful um, in a really rough year. Um, And I would just encourage everyone find those moments to encourage other people and be grateful to them for the gift they're giving you by just being there with you. That's great. Yeah, totally agreed. Thanks. We've talked, I think we've talked on the podcast. I've certainly talked with some of my students in youth and government about, you know, making sure this is a year where we're not focused on the things that we're, we can't do or that we're not doing, but we're focused on the cool things we get to do. And this yeah. year's virtual session, as crazy and wonderful and chaotic as I'm sure it will be, uh, is definitely a thing we're grateful we get to do. Um, cause if this pandemic had happened 25 years ago, there wouldn't have been any way to do what we're doing. And so, True. um, it's, it's great that we get the chance to do this. Well, and last year I didn't get to do it. Um, Yag week. which was such a bummer. I mean, I got to watch Yag week, yeah. like, like any other person who's a member of the public and Me I too. missed it. Yeah. And we've had these moments this year, um, recently I've spent a lot more time, um, on virtual calls with people just getting ready for everything and it's it's so refreshing and wonderful to watch our delegates get together and talk to each other and share their ideas and be excited about something um super fun totally agree 
All right, well, are we ready to move along to old business? We have an email in our inbox um, from oh. none other than our coolest consultant, Tanum Fotheringill, oh, um, who um, is very kind to continue to give us feedback on these episodes, and we really, really appreciate it. Totally agree. Um, but she asked, um, she was listening back to an episode where we talked about entertaining motions, which is something the presiding officer, um, or whoever's presiding, can do is to say that they want to entertain a motion for something and then a member can say i so move Mm -hmm. um and she said that that came up for her in during leadership training that she understood that a member of the body had to repeat the motion that was being entertained Mm -hmm. um and so i we tried we tried to look into this and james do you have an answer for tanum uh it's a fine question um tanum i don't see that um reads parliamentary rules address this question um and so it it, like any other sort of somewhat gray area in the rules i think would be referred to our house and senate parliamentarians um if we want like my personal thought here um i would say that the whole point of making a motion is just making sure that everybody in the room knows what you just said. Like if you fumble your words, you know, um, I don't know if you, if you say, Oh, I'd, I'd like to move for a five moment recess because you've just fum- <laughs> right. You've just fumbled the word minute. If everybody in the room knows you, you meant minute and somebody says second and the chair just sort of rolls forward. I think it would be a it would be a little weird for someone to sort of huffily insist that the word moment is not precise enough. I mean, you know, we could. There there are times when the wording would matter. Um in the case where like a chair explicitly states, I would like this motion to be made I like you know limiting debate time. Exactly. Or making a recess to in a certain time. I, I think if someone out of a desire to be economical with the limited time we have says i so move i mean it's i think it's very clear what they're saying and if someone seconds that motion and then there's a call for a vote on that motion i don't think anybody in the room is confused as to what motion has been made and so absent any kind of counter indicating instruction from reed i wouldn't i would tell anybody involved yeah everybody in the room knows what's going on just let them um well and i think typically um if the motion's at all ambiguous wouldn't a person who's presiding repeat what's happening like it's been the motion's been made and seconded to limit debate time to these stipulations all those in favor blah 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 you know i would think so yeah yeah i would think so and usually i feel i feel like usually they repeat what the motion is that you're about to vote on Yes. So for them to entertain it with specific language, have to have it made by a member with specific language and then repeat it again would just be so cool. All right. That would be, that well, would be my answer. answer. Him. That would be, that, that's my James best and answer. Anna would like to be able to say, I so move. And, <laughs> we would. And, and Reed does not say no. Yes. So we say yes. Excellent. Um, Another question that recently came up, this is not old business, but it feels really related because it's about presiding officers. Mm -hmm. The whole gavel pounds. Yes. Is it in the rules of order? And it, and so one pound is just when you make a decision, like past judgment, it's one pound. Yes. 
and the and the fact that the gavel pounds is important because there are things that we just conventionally like you can call for a division before they've pounded the gavel but not after kind of thing ah okay yeah mm-hmm. but then so we three gavel pounds is standing yes to like recognize a guest entering a room or like applaud for something like where you're compelled to stand because of the gavel pounds yes again that this is by convention i think it may be written in the rules of order um i don't remember ever having gone looking for it but i i'll agree that is someone went looking for it and found those two pieces of information but did not find anything about two pounds and i was sure two pounds was something well, two pounds is something, um, but I don't know if it's written down. <laughs> um, two... But so we use two pounds to come to order? Come to order, exactly, yes. Bang, bang, the chamber will come to order, yeah. Um, we already have a convention about one gavel pound. That's an indication that the, the chair or the presiding officer has um, pronounced the result of a measure or a vote or some, of some kind. And we know what three pounds means. It means stand up. So we can't use either of those codes. And, you know, four is right out. Uh, you know, so I mean, like, right. we've, two, we need something that communicates to the room full of people. Everyone needs to be quiet now. Um, and yeah, conventionally, it's two pounds. I feel like, though, when when we use three pounds, it's not like pound, pound, pound. It's like pound, pound, pound. And we're always like waiting for that third pound to stand up and clap. So there's a funny story about this. Um, this is long old business, but I'll allow it. <laughs> yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. Back in, I think it was 2008, Brad Owen, the lieutenant governor, was our guest speaker. And he felt that our gavel pounding was too rapid and he actually conducted a demonstration for the benefit of the lieutenant governor, like from the, oh my like God. from up front saying, you know, when I gavel somebody in for opening joint, it is pound, pound. And he like very exaggerated. I don't know why that was his style, but he had been lieutenant governor for a long time. And so... um I remember that, like, well, obviously, because it made such an impression, right? That was how those major officers from that year did three gavel pounds. And I think it just sort of lingered that, oh, oh, apparently it's supposed to be slow. I find it, um, as a guy who loves um, the excessive formality of our ceremonies, I find it a little much. (laughs) Um, But... I mean, there's no it's denying fun, that they, there's no denying that they can ham it up as much as they want. It it's ceremonial, that's for sure. Right. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you. Sure. Thank you for our, that little brief story time. We'll move along to new business. Mm-hmm. Um, get right to the meat of it. We'll just call this a spotlight Ta-da! on the seventy fourth session Woo. and what's led up to it. I guess. Mm-hmm. Most re- the recently, I feel I feel kind of like session has started for us already. We had. Uh, an event, virtual event called Meet the Major Officers, uh, which was uh, kind of the first opportunity for the major officers to be together in front of other delegates as a group of leaders. Uh Normally that would happen at leadership training, but the way leadership training was structured, there wasn't really an opportunity for them to be like a cohesive team, like Uh presenting something. 
Um, so it was really fun to see how they all interacted with each other and how, how different their personalities were and how excited they were to talk to each other. Um, it was not a super well-attended event, mm-hmm. um, but it was really fun. And so you were an attendee of that event, not knowing what to expect coming into it. Totally agree. So I'd love to hear what your experience was. I mean, my experience was mostly just delight. It was fun to see our students interacting with each other. It was delight mixed with a little bit of sort of bittersweet feelings. Um, Because like you say, by now the major officers would normally have done all this as a group in front of a room full of students. In fact, by now they probably would have had a couple of in-person meetings. They would have, um, in fact, all had a meeting together at the end of session last year where they were all in a room together, like realizing they were major officers for the first time. Yeah. And so it was kind of striking to notice that they're still getting to know each other. And that's a little bit of a bummer because it would be great for this group to know each other better. Um, It's a really neat mix of uh, people and stories and yag um, motivations and all sorts of things. Well, I have to say, you you did have to leave a little early because you had another engagement to go to, I and did. you did miss the trivia game. And it was pretty obvious that they knew each other oh, at least good. a little bit. That's good. Um, because it was trivia questions all about themselves that they had sent us like facts about themselves. Mm-hmm. Our lieutenant governor mm-hmm. was made it very obvious that there was a benefit to knowing each other to be able to answer some of the questions. Mm. And so she she won. (laughs) She knew everybody. So (laughs) I think it's possible that they know each other better than we anticipate they do, that they have somehow maintained some connections during this distant year. Great. Um, Great. But yes, it is. It is a little bittersweet that they missed team building Mm -hmm. in this in a typical way. My. Again, my my biggest reaction really was just happiness. It was fun to see them talking with each other. It is clear that they, like, know each other and have some comfort level together, which is great. Honestly, in a way, like a previous group of major officers, it might have been very hard to hold an event like this because groups of major mm-hmm. officers often get a lot of inside jokes together where it could have easily become <laughs> a series of major officers interviewing each other where it's all like, you know, questions about that one time something happened or something where it would have been hard to, uh, to get away in. Um, I don't know. It was just fun. It was really nice. Yeah, it was. It leads us kind of into your next well, yeah. your point next. Well, when you pointed out that it, that it had been kind of a neat and singular YAG experience, not one we've had before, I was just thinking of how much the whole year has involved a lot more pre-session consultation than we would normally have had. Um, Ordinarily, like advisors would have touched base, maybe at advisor training, there might have been a call or something like that to touch base with each other um, in previous years. And then the fact that we would see each other at leadership training, those of us who are area leads... Um, But this year, there was a lot more of that kind of thing. Regular Zoom meetings with um, the various district coordinators. And um, like after leadership training finished, 
you know, we realized, oh, there are some groups of students who still need to be brought up to speed on some things. And we were able to like get those groups of people together again um, for sort of follow up check ins like that's uh, it's kind of neat that we have the ability to do that. And that that's going to be one of the things that we remember about this year and maybe kind of imitate in the future, I think, is realizing that we can extend our conversations beyond these really big formal events we have together. Yeah, that was um, the feedback from, well, not even feedback. Um, During the interviews with each other, the major officers all talked about like their hope for the future for our program, Mm -hmm. Um, which I want to be clear. They came up with that on their own. That was, no one forced them to ask that. That was their idea, Mm -hmm. um, which I'm really delighted by. Um, but they, a lot of them spoke about having, maintaining this connection virtually mm-hmm. when we're able to join together again in person, yeah. but not lose these opportunities to connect across the state just for quick little check-ins um, or events like this where normally we wouldn't bring all the major officers together to host a live in-person event for anybody who wants to come. <laughs> right. Um, like that's kind of, that would be a ridiculous endeavor to get everybody together mm-hmm. in any town in our state. Um, but for them to do it virtually. So I'm hopeful that, um, this next year, you know, we don't know what the future holds, um, the immediate future. Mm-hmm. Um, and so keeping these connections going while we wait for it to be safe, to plan in-person stuff, um, and mm-hmm. feel confident that it will be able to happen. Um, having these events where people can just kind of drop in and get to know each other and also these planning opportunities, I think will be really cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Well, we definitely want to talk about what to expect for a session. Well, we should remind our podcast listening audience, most of whom will probably know this very well, but in case you don't, right. uh, TBW, the state public affairs channel, um, is going to stream our online sessions from at least some of our legislative debate. Um, and that's going to be... And opening and closing joint as well. Oh, that's right. And that'll all we expect be on tvw.org. I think that... I don't think it will be on TV. TV. Yes. I think you will have to go to the website. Mm-hmm. Um, very cool, though, this year, for the first time ever that we're aware of, streaming of the... Um, our third chamber, our what's this year called the Sherberg Senate. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes O'Brien House. When I was a delegate, it was the freshman chamber. Yeah. Um, it's a group of our younger delegates, newer delegates. But I think it's very cool that they're going to get some um, public recognition yes. on the TVW website. Absolutely. Absolutely. That sounds um, great. Probably a little daunting, um, oh, but I think very exciting. Mm. Um, great way for people to see what our program looks like. Yeah. And to watch their friends or children or, I don't know, students yeah. see what they're up to. Yeah. Um, this year, our schedule's different than it would typically be in person because we don't have the luxury of having a captive audience for four straight days. Mm-hmm. So we have, um, for the first time that I know of, opening joint is in the afternoon on Wednesday. I think it must be the first time, at least in a very long time. Yeah. Um, but it's nice we start off with opening joint and then we roll into committee session, which will not be on TVW. Um, and then we'll have a couple, uh, Thursday is a half day in the evening, afternoon, uh-huh. starts midday. And then Friday we do morning and afternoon. Uh-huh. And then, and then a, Saturday morning. Exactly. It's Saturday morning and the ceremonial closings, uh, is in the, just after lunch hour. Yes. 
And we have a very exciting guest speaker for opening and for closing. Two different people. Yeah, it's fun. Um, yeah, we, I don't. I can't recall a time having a guest speaker for closing. There must be an example from the last 25 years, but it's not occurring to me. I agree. It's an unusual situation. We gave out an award at closing, I think, two years I ago, maybe, right. or yeah, three. That's about right. But not a guest speaker. Yeah. Anyway, um, very exciting. And so hopefully people check it out. Mm-hmm. Um and there's a lot of there's a lot of interesting debate to come this year. I expect um, the bill book is full of, as usual, ideas that are both um, some silly but mostly pretty serious, thoughtful suggestions. Um, yeah. I don't know. I don't know if any have been a lot jumping. about pandemic. Lots of pandemic. Um, lots okay. of stuff about policing. Oh yeah. I feel like the national conversation about policing has made students aware of a really wide array of things i i was really pleasantly surprised to see how deep people had gone in in different ways looking at training for police officers looking at changes in how we charge people um looking at things like qualified immunity like this is i mean this, these are the things that you know the actual legislatures of the of the various states are engaged with it's really neat to see our teenagers are ready to talk about it what are you what are you tracking um, this year? What are you what are you interested not necessarily interested in seeing past, but sure. like interested in seeing make it through the process and hearing what people have to say? I am I'm really interested in this um it's a memorial, which is kind of a bummer because it really should be a state measure, I think. Um but the the idea of it I think is really interesting. Um the the bill authors want to uh, basically insist on having recess happen before lunch. Um, The argument is that students need to basically burn off energy before they sit down to eat because they will, um, it'll reduce food waste. um, It'll make it more likely that they've got the chance to sort of come down from their adrenaline high at recess um, before they head back into the classroom. Um, it seems like, at least on the face of it, like a really sort of sensible idea to me. The ch- okay. Now, are those things you're saying are they from the bill or are they from your opinions and research? They're written into the bill because it's written as a memorial, and so I'm seeing their reasoning okay. in the bill. Yeah, no, this was all stuff that I, I just hadn't want heard to be before. cautious not to like say anything that someone might use during debate all, on here. All the thing a. <laughs> Student, <laughs> students, if you're listening, I I would be honored to be used by you in a series. But B, no, the things I'm saying can be read in the text of the bill itself. Um, okay. But I, I just, these were things that I hadn't necessarily thought of before. Um, I just thought were kind of interesting. Now, again, I'm just quoting the bill. I don't know where they get their statistics from. That would be part of what I think would be interesting to learn more about. I also find right. that students are usually... Uh, at least a little bit savvy when it comes to stuff about schools, right? If there are For sure. reasons why doing lunch after recess doesn't already happen, um, they might well have some good notions about it. it usually debate about school issues, you, they're able to get into the details more than you would otherwise expect because they're they're experts in it, right? In the way that, you know... Uh, Former armed forces people often serve on veterans affairs committees in in legislatures right. because they just know, um, and so right. I I'm really looking forward to the conversation about that one because I think it would be fun. Yeah, well, I mean, I definitely have ideas about why that is a 
good idea. Mm-hmm. Um, but I hesitate to share them here just in case. I don't want to. I don't want to screw up with the debate. Students, Anna doesn't want to give you any help. She wants you to do your own work. So that's really harsh, man. I mean, I'm just really saying. Harsh. I'm just saying. I definitely feel like the vibe I give off is unhelpful for sure, though. So, you know, um, my goal is to just thwart. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> and uh, I, I am always delighted when there is a bill um, urging the state to change its state dance from square dancing, um, because there to is anything else. There is well, yes, and there is a a weird and not particularly great racial history around square dancing and the, the the reason that square dancing is the national or the state dance of so many states that um oh. i'm not expressing my own feelings on whether or not the bill pro, uh that's proposing the renegade which as i understand it is some kind of a tiktok dance and at this point i'm just making sounds really i don't know what they mean i know right um but <laughs> um I'm not. I'm not offering any opinions on whether or not I think the the renegade is the right move, but I would love it if, as sometimes happens for us, a bill that is maybe more of a kind of a jokey measure, um, actually provoked a bit of kind of worthwhile conversation from um, our delegates about like why do we have a state dance anyway, and if we did, like, what should it be, and for what reason? Um, we'll see. Mm. We'll see. Mm-hmm. It may be just what it is. Kind of a fun um, bill about a silly dance that the students know and us old people don't know. Um, but we'll see. Well, there's two bills about the renegade, but they're not both about the dance. One is to make um, the song that the dance goes with our state song. Yeah. Because yep. no one likes Washington, my home. And I, I think right. that is just a universal truth. But it's here we are stuck with it. I know. Yeah. Did you have any favorite bills? Have you looked at the bill book yet or is that not yet? Oh, I've I've read every bill because I helped just arrange well, there, them into committees. There you go. Then what what um, are you excited to hear about? Well, it's been a while. I don't know. I don't know that there's anything that I'm just like, oh man, what a new and amazing and incredible idea I've never seen before. Okay. I'm sure those exist in there. Um, I did have to read through them very fast. Um, That's what I was saying. I'm always intrigued by the program resolutions that students choose to write. Oh sure. Um, mostly because. I think it's interesting how they view our rules and like our program standards and how they want to improve them or, you know, destroy them sometimes. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. Not, I don't, they're not destroying them this year. Um, But I think it's interesting to see and hear their ideas about the program um, that I know is really important to them. Um, and they come from such a different perspective than I come from that I think it's really interesting to see and hear mm-hmm. um, their ideas. But um, I also think it's important, and I think that this is something that possibly not all of the students know, especially students who've never written them, is that program resolutions, if they pass, that doesn't mean they happen. Right. Um, it's just, it means that they are, uh, it, they're kind of like a memorial for our program where they're like, uh, we really like this idea and we really think it should happen. Mm-hmm. So please consider it. Mm-hmm. But there's several steps that they go through. And so there's a couple of program resolutions this year, and I'll be interested to see if those make it through to the governor's desk. And if they get signed, I expect if the governor's own bill makes it to his desk, he will be signing it. I would anticipate that. Yeah. But then, like, what happens after that? Like, 
and the discussion that surrounds them following up the debate. So um, I think that'll be really fascinating to see. I agree. Does that take us through kind of the stuff of the 74th session? Because I'm very excited for our next segment. All right. Well, why don't you, why don't you introduce it while I get, grab, my, grab my stuff here? Yes. Well, you know, we've reached the portion of our episode where we allow James five uninterrupted moments to dive deeply into the topic of his choosing. Yes. Um, and the topic today happens to be an envelope, yes. <laughs> um, which on the outside of that envelope is a label that was carefully and um, thoughtfully placed by the young people who live in my house with me. That's wonderful. And it says 74th session. Yeah, swag bag. With three exclamation points. James Rosenzweig. Yes, James Rosenzweig spoke yes. So yeah, this is... My deep dive is literally a dive into an envelope, and I apologize, listeners, for the crinkling paper sounds that will result. I'm just going to start fishing things out of here, and we'll see what I get. That sounds fantastic, and I won't limit you to five minutes, because there are so many spoils. That's kind of you. (laughs) Well, the first thing I've hauled out is the thing that makes this envelope heavy, and it is this really heavy-duty bottle opener that says Washington (laughs) YMCA Youth and Government in a... I, it's a really attractive blue, um, sort of blue enameled. Is that steel? That's heavy. So you received that because you are serving this year as a PAL, which is program area lead. Oh, heck yeah. Um, and so the PALs were gifted this year with a bottle opener, which proves that someone in the state office listens to this podcast. <laughs> That's right, because you were, you were bent out of shape about the fact that your previous bottle opener had been bent out of shape is that recall <laughs> uh, that is accurate yes yeah so this one is not not even remotely the same as my old one but i it looks lovely i have yet to use mine i was also gifted one I, um I do need but to. i'm very excited to get to use it at some point yeah, that looks cool man it is heavy though it's gonna live in a drawer in my house this is not a keychain kind of operation you know and that is what i i was very emphatic that i wanted one that was robust yeah. and for my kitchen that's good so I win this year, I guess. You do. Yay, me. And now I've pulled out my session name tag. So this is kind of a fun thing. Um, Yay! Yeah, that... Okay, wow. This lanyard is like every color of the rainbow. Isn't it amazing? It's really nice. Who picked out the... Tie-dye is the official color. Who picked out the tie-dye? Was that you? Or or are there there secrets here? It's really nice. Um, I don't know that there are secrets. I, um, at an event I hosted for uh, one of my districts, asked the students if they could pick the color of lanyard this year, if we were to have lanyards. Mm-hmm. I was very cagey. Um, what color would they pick? And somebody suggested rainbow. And I'm like, what a fantastic idea. Because of the, like, symbolism of a rainbow after a storm mm-hmm. and, like, yeah. how inclusive it is and, like, how fun and exciting it is in a year where... We won't have to look at a bunch of pictures of students with rainbow-colored lanyards. That's true. (laughs) (laughs) So, like, it won't be this weird, bizarre series of pictures for the year, but, like, it'll be fun and, like, a memento. I'm totally... I'm excited by them. I'm totally wearing it for my Zoom calls, though. That's fantastic. Well, and that was the... The thought was that it is something you could choose to wear. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, if you wanted to, um, typically at session, you're obligated yes. to wear them. Um, but I think it's in, there's a, definitely the invitation is extended for people to wear theirs during their Zoom calls. Excellent. Well, speaking of, I have lots of fun stories about assembling name tags this year. Oh, yeah. It was a it was an event. I can imagine. Um, do you want to tell any of those fun stories now or not until later? 
Maybe later. Okay. Well, we'll see what we have time for. Um, I, speaking of things worn, I have pulled out a tiny little baggie that has this year's lapel pin, um, which is really adorable. It's, is it a tablet or is it a laptop? It's definitely a screen. It's a tiny laptop. Yeah. yeah. That says 2021 YAG. And it's, is it like teal and purple? The colors are kind of nice. It's very dark. Yeah. It's very dark. Very yes. subtle. Very subdued. But I like it. And I, um, I'm a big proponent of YAG lapel pins, so that's very nice. Right. Oh my goodness. Very exciting. All right. Let's see what else is in here. Oh, speaking of purple, here is a pen that says the YMCA Youth in Government. Oh, you got a pen? Yeah. Cool. Was I not supposed to? Um, I think those... No, we were... Um... We had some issues with qu- quantity, so some advisors didn't get oh, a pen. Well, I got very lucky. This is a pretty sturdy little pen, honestly. I think this looks pretty nice. It's kind of funny, the YMCA Youth and Government. I don't think I've ever called it that. Yeah, I don't. I'm, I don't yeah, know where the pens came okay, from. They were in the office. That's fun, though. <laughs> I mean, I'm here for YAG stuff. Okay, what is this? Ooh, boy, more purple. Purple is the thing of the year. Um, youth and government. We get, this is a, like a sticker? What is that for? What would I do with that? That is your advisor gift. For Thank you for being an advisor. Oh, the sticker is. Oh, that's fun. The sticker is the advisor gift to this year, yes. Okay, fun. Okay, I'm going to have to put that on something. Though. Not, I don't normally put stickers on things, but that's, that's something I feel I should put something on. You'll figure it out. And lastly, the pieces of paper. Um, we've got this year's um session schedule which is great and we sort of alluded to that earlier and a parley pro cheat sheet which is super cool um and it's all up to date with some of the stuff that has been added to the rules over the years that always makes me happy there are zoom guidelines and tips and uh discord tips because this is how we're going to be communicating with each other that'll be fun and uh, an issue of the Capital Chronicles, um, just a very simple Woo-hoo. one that just basically says, hey, Capital Chronicles is a website this year. Um, and then there's a message on it, of course, from the, uh, the youth governor. And so this is fun because the Capital Chronicles, like my, one of my students is the major officer who leads the press this year. So this is, mm. um, this is his work. And also the letter is from the youth governor, which is the area I advise. So. you'll frame that keep it two major officers i get to work with this year that's super cool well anna that is that is a very cool yag swag bag i've got so many fun new things to play with and i guess that's the idea right that all the students and advisors will feel the excitement you would feel on the first day of ledge just getting a whole bunch of stuff and like yeah welcome to youth and government this year like that's part of the fun yeah yeah, and like the types of things that, well, some of it is the types of stuff that you would like keep and treasure, like a name tag, right. lanyard, but then also the handouts, the schedule and the Zoom tips and stuff. Um, it seemed like, I mean, everything is virtual, everything is digital, everything will be accessible on people's computers, but I sit in an office with like multiple screens and it's hard for me to keep up. Mm-hmm. And so we wanted to make sure that people didn't have to have their screen up with the Parley Pro cheat sheet, for instance, if they wanted to debate. Indeed. That they could just have Zoom up and have that piece of paper in front of them. And you received them so that you would know what your delegates were receiving. Exactly. So that 
if they were to say, hey, James, I don't know what I'm doing. You could be like, hey, you got your swag bag? <laughs> exactly. This is such a funny year where some things make me feel very much like, oh, it's about to be youth and government. And other things uh, don't make, I, I just don't feel that way. <laughs> um, like I'm not having to haul out my suitcases and things. So that, that part is right. different. Um, so that it's nice to have this sort of, um, these fun mementos. That's great. Awesome. Well, we can move along to my dorky fun, which you kind of segued into, mm. which is like the differences between prepping for a session when it's virtual versus when it's in person. Oh, right. Yeah. Um, which, who knows if this is really dorky fun, but this is, this is my area of expertise. I mean, <laughs> you and I have spent many, many years on the phone with each other the night before session, and you're saying, which ties should I pack? <laughs> That's correct. <laughs> um, I can't help you this year with that, because you you're at home, and you don't have to pack any ties. I'm surrounded by all my ties. You still need to wear them. I mean, I will, I will, as I always do, wear a Charlie Brown tie on Fridays. That tradition will remain um, intact. I had no idea. Um, you've never noticed that I wear a Charlie Brown tie every Friday of session? You know, you and I don't actually, we don't cross paths a lot at session, typically. Far less than you would think, yeah. Just because I usually am yeah. very busy doing something and you're very busy doing something else. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we see each other on, on Saturday for closing. I, I always I, see you at the back there. I think traditionally Friday night on the steps outside the governor's ball. A tradition I will miss this year. Um, that is true. But it's dark out um, there. I don't look don't, at your tie. Yeah, you don't notice that it's Charlie Brown because it's dark outside. We're trying to catch students it who are wandering dark, yeah. I will miss the steps, yes. Um, singing singing our 12 days of you fled <laughs> on the steps. Or at least trying to, yes. Um, um, yeah, the whole dress code thing. Being dress code from the waist up. That is funny. I mean. That is funny. It's, it's weird to think about. Yeah, I'm realizing that like I... I will feel weird if I'm not also wearing slacks. So I, I think that I will be. Um, but it is funny to think that I could be wearing like sweatpants, but then a, a right? collared shirt and tie and, you know, a suit jacket and all that. That'll <laughs> be, so that'll be wild. Weird. That'll be wild. Some of our students absolutely <laughs> will. I think it might be a fun thing though, to be like, you know, what do your pants look like is like a question for your delegation. Oh like when you get together after session for your little delegation meetup, like, Hey, <sighs> How many of you are wearing pajama pants or something yes. like that? Could be like a fun, yes. like bonding moment. Because we'll, we're missing so many of those. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, you're missing six hours of in the car in both directions oh, trust me. of bonding. I am both missing, I mean, and, not missing. Not, I'm missing and not missing. I'm <laughs> missing and not missing. I was just thinking yeah. about the fact that like, I mean, the downside is I won't get to like hear their silly like stories and jokes and stuff on the long drive to session. The plus side is I won't have to try and find a tow truck driver in Moses Lake because they locked the keys in the van, <laughs> you know, like those, <laughs> the, which has definitely happened to me. Um, those, oh, yeah. those sorts yep. of, those sorts of problems. That is normally what I'm thinking about right now is like, okay, do I have everyone's medical waiver form? Um, do I have the cell phone for the person at the Y in case something goes wrong with the credit card? You know, which envelope am I keeping my receipts in? You know, all of that stuff when you are like managing getting a group across the state and back. That's not necessarily unusual, but it's just it's even more than it would be if we were just driving down the road. Um well, I have That's to say, tough. like, it's interesting to hear that from you. I hadn't really thought about that because you have to be super prepared for a lot of contingencies before you even leave. Yeah. And my typical prep for a session is like, well, we don't have to get everything done because the office is right there. And 
So like, mm-hmm. like in your delegates pouches, your swag bags, um, they received their certificate for participation. Oh, that's, that's normally something we print on Friday, like right. crazy people. Right. Um, but we have to be so prepared in advance because if there's anything we want to send to people, we had to have it ready a week ago to get it there in time. That is wild. So, I mean, for me, it's a lot more prep in advance. And for you, there's a lot of like, a lot less. oh, these are lots of things we don't have to do. Yeah, normally I'm thinking about buying breakfast stuff because we have to give them breakfast on Wednesday because we have to have found a place to stay on Tuesday night because it's too far to drive on Wednesday. So I'm uh-huh. begging some Y camp to let us stay in an unheated yurt or something like that. So, I mean, it's <laughs> And you have to pack sleeping bags, exactly. even though you're staying in a hotel for most of the trip. Exactly. Yeah. And we don't have a roof carrier on the Y van, although um, like some people we know have a roof carrier so we can borrow it, but they have to figure out how to attach, you know, it, the, the long oh list of things that has to happen in that, la- especially in the last like 24 hours before we leave, which is not quite 24 hours before I actually even make it to Olympia. Um, yeah, that that is, I am not missing any of that stress. I am missing the experiences that stress makes possible, but not the stress part. Right. I know last, not, not last year, two years ago, I had to go buy cases of water at Costco Mm. and it was like 89 degrees outside. And I put 11 cases of water in the back of my car with my children and got in and pressed the button to start my push button start and nothing happened. (laughs) It worked out in the end, but it's like all these different things. I'm just like, I don't know. What are we worried about this year? I'm worried that my computer will shut down. Sure. Which happened in one of my mock trial cases. I like, I was just watching the court proceedings and all of a sudden my entire system just went, my it was gone. my internet routinely <laughs> hiccups at some point midday, and yeah, that'll be um, that'll be a problem for whoever I'm leaving behind me for a few minutes while I try and get back right. on. Right. Yeah, and like figuring out how to keep enough adults in a space mm-hmm. with enough students is different when you're sitting in a room with them oh, totally. than when you're like staring at your computer screen. Exactly. I think. We should wrap this up. Yeah. And I think that we should say something we're looking forward to for session. Yeah. Okay. What What are you looking forward to? I don't to? have anything in mind. <laughs> I'm not prepared for this. This is random. You're dropping this question on me. Something we're looking forward to at session. You know, um, yeah. I am, I have two students who have never been to Youth Ledge. Um. One of them has been waiting for almost two years um, because she started last year and then last year sort of evaporated. The other student mm-hmm. joined almost as late in the year this year as you could, like happened to hear about it sort of via our podcast, which is amazing. Um, <laughs> it is. And, and so unlike a normal um, new student hasn't even been thinking about this since September, but instead since like February. And so I am really interested and excited to hear um, his reaction and her reaction. I'm, I'm really, I'm looking forward to hearing what it's like to have waited two years for this to happen. And I'm really hoping in a positive way, it's going to be something where it's like, oh, finally, thank goodness, this is exactly what I've been waiting for. And I'm also really excited to hear from someone who is still kind of settling into the program and kind of figuring out what it's about. What is it like to just jump 
straight into four days of virtual legislature. Like, again, my hope is that it's going to be a really, like, exciting, cool thing where he says, oh, yeah, like, yeah, this is, I didn't even really know what to imagine, but this is great. Um, So we'll see what our delegation check-ins are like, but that's what I'm hoping for. Fantastic. Um, let's see. What am I looking forward to? I'm, I am looking forward to seeing all of the student leaders get to do what they've been waiting to do. Um, because all of them planned to run last year at session, which then wasn't. Mm-hmm. And so had to run in this funky way that we've never done before. So I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing them and what their experiences are and what ideas they have for us moving forward. Mm. Um, I'm also really looking forward to seeing what the social dynamic is of session when we can't all be together wandering around the hotel, looking for the vending machines and then discovering that they don't take cash and figuring out how to get a pizza and like all those kinds of things, those like silly moments. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm hoping there's still some silly moments because I do, I love a good silly moment. A good, a good moment of dorky fun. Yes, yes. I need to collect more dorky fun. Um, and I'm also looking forward to seeing all of my advisor friends who we see each other once a year. Mm-hmm. And it's like it's like seeing family. It's like a family reunion yeah. um, where, you, you know, sometimes you don't keep in touch with all the cousins. But <laughs> when you get together, it's super fun. Um, so I hope that there are opportunities to reconnect with some of the advisors. Um, yeah, there we go. Great. Well, we'll move along then to announcements, um, and talk about what's coming up on Yag and Recreation. Yeah. And, uh, next week will be probably sort of a mirror image of this week. Um, us looking back at session, um, and reflecting on it a little bit and, uh, talking a little bit about, um, I guess already our sense of what it'll be like to return to more regular life come this fall. Um, it'll be kind of fun to, to have that sort of, again, looking back and looking forward feeling. Right. And after that, we do hope to do something um, about alumni. Um, we always have a moment in our closing joint session where we welcome the graduating seniors into the fold of alumni. Um, and so if people out there are listening and they are alumni, we'd love to hear from you, whether it's just to say, Hey, hi. Um, or if you want to let us know what you're up to and what your life has looked like after youth ledge, or if you want to tell us a story from youth ledge time, um, we love hearing those. And so you're welcome to email us at yag and recreation at gmail.com. Um, we do read those emails. Um, we try to reply. Um, and if you'd like to be featured on an episode, um, we'd love to feature you because we're running out of stories. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> um, beyond that, though, uh, we'll take a few weeks off um, to recover from all of the planning and preparation. Um, but we have some ideas for a few fun summer episodes and then back in full action in the fall um, with regular episodes full of all of the uh, facts and tidbits of wisdom that you have come to expect from James and, you know, a fair measure of my dorky fun sprinkled in. And with that, I think that uh, I would like to entertain a motion to adjourn this podcast. And, And in particular, I hope Tainum Fotheringill hears me when I say, 
I so move. Is there a second? Second. That's fantastic. The motion's been made and seconded to adjourn this podcast. All those in favor, please signify by saying aye. Aye. All those opposed. Motion passes. Um, Have a good 74th session, and we'll see you all next week. Thank you for listening to this episode of Yag and Recreation, an Up Till 2 Productions podcast. Yag and Recreation is co-written and co-hosted by my sister, Anna Hazen, and by me, James Rosenzweig, and edited solely by the multi-talented Anna Hazen. Thanks also go to Tainum Fotheringo, our program and coolness consultant, to Jeff Hazen for composing and recording our introductory music and providing on-call technical support, and to Ben and Sam Hazen for additional incidental music and fully artist work. We'll see you next week. And that's all for today.